It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Come on, referee! Come on,
works this week after the Arsenal game it came out terrible but uh, Everton have won 1-0 um, one of them where um, yeah, I mean all you heard at the end there is Tom Davis nearly scoring uh, Melier booting the ball into the crowd uh, there'll be any repercussions for him for that um, bit of a dog of a game really but who's arsed um, Weird, one of the weirdest goals you'll ever see for Seamus Coleman. But it felt like one of those matches that was always going to be a bit like that. Um, Amadou and Arnish is coming around. Looks like he's all right, thankfully. Um, he went down a couple of times with an injury and came off. But, um, listen, it wasn't a great game, but it, 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 it always felt like Everton with a more likely Everton with a, with a better team throughout. Pressure, most chances. Um, not free throwing football by any means, but it made it really difficult for Leeds, who are absolutely terrible, by the way. Uh, they are a, they are an awful side, um, but I think Everton made it really difficult for them. And, um, yeah, probably probably could have won by more in the end, but um, great to Seamus gets his moments and gets that goal. Uh, I'm 99% sure he didn't mean it, um, but it was a great moment. One of those where you're looking at it in the ground, thinking, Where's that gone? It's, and that just ripples in front of you. Um, well, two wins from two for Sean Dice, two at Gullison, two 1 nils. Um, and we'll take that all day. Um, fantastic. Um, we'll leave it there. Um, we'll be back in the booze soon. Or reflections on that um, eventful game not a great game but a really important win for Everton I'll tell you what looking at those results as well a full time there uh, very important so get in We are back in the Denby Castle now. Uh, absolutely chocker with with Reds today um, for some reason, but uh, we've got got three very happy Blues joining me. May have a few more as it goes on. Not entirely sure he's going to turn up today. But Ed, Keith, and Dave. Uh, Ed, I'll come to you first, mate. Uh, I said just before, dog of a game, but it felt like it was one Everton. We're always more likely to win in the end. I think so, and, and that's a sweet relief for us given this season. The fact we haven't been able to rely on any game whatsoever I've tried to boil it down because there's so much relief so much emotion at the moment I've tried to boil it down to simple terms and the simple terms are we restricted leads to zero shots on target to barely any threat whatsoever we managed the game and we won it so we can talk and talk and talk about the overall quality 
but he won the game. We deserve to win the game. It feels fantastic, and I just hope there's more very soon. Uh, Dave, thoughts on that, mate? Uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a nervous one, wasn't it? It was as nervous as most games have been when we won one this season. Um, I, I think there was a little bit more control than I'd like to see from a, a dice side. Um, if he'd have said to me we took six points from the first three games, regardless of what happens at their place, I'd, I'd have absolutely taken it. So, um, the, the, I was saying before, wasn't I? I don't want to go on a bit of a damn straight away because we've gone and won a game there with a, with a really quite funny goal from Sheamus to, to give us the win. But when you look at the results as well, tonight, today's game was as must win as you could possibly ask. Um, because even a draw, we, we'd be in a situation where we didn't have things in our own hands. How did we play? I think it was the type of game that Sean Dice would relish. Relish, as in, it's a fixture that you need to get properly stuck in. And we had lads there who did. And I think it was quite funny because they're the type of things I think we've questioned about these players for a long time. Are they, are they able to sort of, you know, roll the, roll the T-shirts up and get on with it, you know what I mean, and properly fight for this? And I'd be suggesting no for most of the games this season, but... From what we've seen against Arsenal and what we've seen against these, minus what happened at Anfield, they're really encouraging Goodison Park performances. And then you do, I've been cautious about thinking really positively about us staying up. But now I've seen these two at Goodison against one, the top of the league was one of them. A side that's battling us not to go down as the other. And we've got two victories, we've got two clean sheets. That, that's, that's the blueprint for staying in the Premier League, I think. Keith, what about you, mate? Thoughts on that? I thought, um, I actually thought Everton were quite poor today, to be honest. Um, there were two, two shockingly bad teams, but we were less shockingly bad than they were. Um, a sort, of, sort of win that you would call industrial. There was nothing special about the football today, but uh, they ground it out. And, I mean, you can't fault the work rate and effort. That was there from the start. Just the execution is still lacking in a lot of players in this team. And you can still see this, you can see the short confidence across the board. Um, I think a big problem for Everton at the moment is how readily they lose the ball in midfield. It, ha it seems to happen every week where they lose the ball and we're suddenly trying to defend against the counter-attack. And you saw on Monday, obviously, how well we do against the counter. Luckily today, Leeds never had the, the quality that Liverpool did to put it to the sword, but um, it's one of those, you sort of, you take it and move on. And like, we, like Dave was saying there, it's all about these home games now. I think we've, we've got, what, something like six home games left this season. You can't afford to lose another one of them, really, if we want to stay up. At the very worst, take a point out of them. But... It's going to be a big ask still. There's a lot of teams fighting in and around there. And it depends how we how we kick on from here. Are you not feeling that relief that a lot of people have been speaking about? Do you still, still feel quite very pragmatic about all that? Um, it, it felt like a lot of people in there today were like, thank God that's over, thank God we got the three points and they're taking a big sigh of relief. You know, you're still being pretty pragmatic about the whole thing. I mean, I think I'm at, I'm at the accepted stage of the five stages of grief. Um, I've sort of I've made my peace with it internally that it was going to happen. Realistically, if they if they bulleted Lampard after the Bournemouth debacle in November, 
there's probably another three games that are quite winnable fixtures and then we'll be comfortably mid-table. I think they've handicapped themselves massively by holding on to him for so long. And if we... I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't want the worst to happen, but I've sort of... I'm not getting ahead of myself because I know Everton and I know how they can bite you in the face when you just when you think everything's going well they know how to bring you back down to earth so we'll see how they go next week against Villa and then I might start being a wee bit more positive I think that's really interesting points that Keith's made there and I started to think as he started speaking about the way the midfield were, were relatively poor and there was such a fine margin between the two sides I'm actually looking at that, that league like you've said there Keith and thinking it's really lucky that it was Leeds we played tonight because yeah. if we'd have played like that against probably 18 other sides in the league, three points don't look so relatively comfortable in inverted commas there. Um, the, 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 away, the away issue, it's, it's, that's going to be the main issue for us and then that puts further pressure on Goodison as well, doesn't it? And why we've looked so poor this season is because just keep mounting games upon games against ourselves that just don't look like they're winnable. Um, I look at the rest of this month. This month's chocker. We go to was it Forest next after Leeds? Uh, sorry, after Villa. Um, they've gone and got a home results against Man City. They've been brilliant at home this season. Um, I'm starting, to, and you, it, it's hard not to get ahead of yourself, like Keith just said there. But I start thinking, take three against Villa. We keep staying up in our own hands, whilst obviously both sides with what 16 games left is going to do that anyway. But it, it's that confidence feeling however I think under under Sean Dice you need to think a little bit differently about these games and the way in which we perform because he'll have been really content with a lot of that and happy with a lot of that the, the way in which the, the centre-backs played as well I think there was a lot of pressure on Cody and Tarkovsky albeit not as much after the derby um, and today I thought Cody was really good I thought the back four was good. I thought Mikhailenko started to look like a left back, which he didn't against Liverpool. And then Seamus, I think the most of our fan base will be happier than any any other player scoring that goal. Really, it's a bizarre goal as well. If you get to see it again, it's it's quite ridiculous what what Melier does for them. I've not no idea. Actually, ironically almost similar to what Pickford does when Liverpool scored the second when he just walks out of position um, you take any goal you can get in this one but um, the other issue as well I think if you go a little bit deeper into how we set up Mo- Mope, playing Mope at all and that was a massive problem in my opinion Dice is going to come out and say differently I think anybody else would say differently from the club itself I think many of our fans here I'm not telling anyone what they should think but Mope starting as our nine is just not going to work. I, I don't think he did anything other than what we've seen so far, as in physically throwing himself about and giving away a free kick or two or trying to win a free kick or two. Then, then Ellis Sims comes on and then, you know, he, the one thing he does where we should have scored the second, by the way, fantastic on the right-hand side, hoofs the ball forward to Decore, who I thought was probably our worst midfielder today. Um, he should go through and probably score that and put the game to bed we're not waiting for the last few minutes or whatnot. but um, you've got to take the three points where you get them Matt and that's what we've done yeah um, everyone's being quite calm Ed uh, if we're going to get excited on this uh, do we get excited about 
Seamus Coleman uh, today because, you know, I think we all know that, you know, he's not the player he was, but he's still a good player. He's been through a lot. He's a, you know, probably doesn't deserve to have been through a lot in the last couple of years because he's been a, such a great player for us. Um, and he said he meant that. He said he was trying to shoot from that angle uh, because his hip was so sore that he couldn't get the ball around. Um, but whatever he meant it or not, um, just, just so delighted for him today. Oh, amazing, amazing. Seamus Van Basten, I tell you. People, people around me have been calling him a Van Basten for years. I mean, I think that's what they're saying. I hear it's not great, but it sounds like it. Um, I'm delighted for him, and whether he meant it or not, balls in the back of the net. It reminded me very much of, it was Cardiff, wasn't it, under Martinez, where he shanked the ball and it glued into the corner. And obviously he went mental, because it meant everything to him, and, and it meant everything to us as well. So, luck or no luck, I'm not going to sit around worrying my dream mental that, enough. Honestly, remembering that game against oh. Cardiff. It's like 94th minute or something. Yeah, the McGeady cross, wasn't it? Oh, you don't It's just comparing to me enough. What was the attendance out there? It was thick. No, I'm not doing that. Um, but it's, it's great. And I think it's very important for us as well that we've got full-backs contributing going forward and something Coleman's trying to get back into the side now is that rampage in full-back. As much as it's good that Awobi is coming back to cover, we also need him supported on the right wing. And Mikolenko didn't quite get forward as much. A couple of times he did, but Coleman, wherever he had the opportunity, got forward and he got his reward for doing so. And I had no idea what Melier was doing, but... Luckily, protected against the cross to nobody. So congratulations to him. Um, I'm, I'm delighted for Coleman, and we'll take anything we can get with the number of goals we're scoring. I mean, he acted like a divvy all day, that keeper, so um, delighted he got made to look like a fool. But, yeah, keep, uh, Coleman, he's, he's still a, a decent player, isn't he? You know, with the last two games at Goodison, you know, Martinelli and Trossard have been up against them. He was up against Nyonto today. He was one of the you know, brightest young players in the league, and... He ended up getting shifted over to the right-hand side because Seamus didn't give him an inch. And I think we've said that in these one-off games every now and then, you get him to do a job on a player, he, he, he can still do it, can't he? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. He's, uh, he's, I mean, I think him and Michelenko both coped very well today. Leeds tried to Leeds tried to spread the ball wide quite a few times and I think both fullbacks did very well. Coleman this season, I can't actually think of many bad games he's had. When he's played, he's been like at least a six out of ten, seven out of ten performer. Thought he was great today. The goal. I have no idea how that's gone in. Because you look how close that is to whistling 
against the post. Like it's inches, it's mere millimetres from the post. If that has any contact with that front post, it doesn't go in. He's positioned it beautifully. <laughs> has he done that on purpose? I don't know. We'll have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Yes, he has. Yes. Let, let's say he has. But I mean, he deserved it, and Ever- Everton deserved to win today. Let, let's not. Let, don't get me wrong. Out of the two teams, Everton were the much better side, and at least tried to force the issue. Leeds were very. Excuse me. I feel Leeds were very long ball today. They resorted a lot to lumping it to Bamford and hoping something would come off. Everton at least tried to play the ball through the channels at times. It wasn't pretty, but at least they were trying to force the issue. Leeds were Leeds were playing for a point from the kickoff. You're wasting I mean, time early on, man. Look at that that Luke Ayling, by the way, what a fucking a grown man with that haircut. Just <laughs> Behave yourself, sunshine. Um, time wasting on throw-ins after 12 minutes. And you've got to think, it's nice It's nice to come out of that with a win and pipe them down after that. Because I'll tell you another thing as well. For all, the, for all the chat about how good Leeds away following is, they were bloody awful today. They had a wee sing-song for about half an hour and then they just stopped. And they were oh, in their defence, their team gave them nothing to cheer today. Absolutely nothing. And you could see the enthusiasm just waning away because Leeds had nothing at all. It was, I was really surprised. because they, they were the worst team we played this season, that's right. We keep getting told they've got this huge array of attacking talents and these exciting players. I'd love to know where they were today because they sent their Aldi equivalents along. I mean, I thought... Harrison was okay in parts and open play. I mean, his free, his free oh, kicks free at the kick. end were ridiculous. Absolutely terrible. Could not believe it. But once Nonto got sent back to preschool, they really didn't have anything at all. It's 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 criminal to be as low down in the Premier League as they are without sorting out a new manager in what three games? Back to back against United. Did, did when did Marsh get sacked before that was it? Before United, yeah. Before the two United. Yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, you played three games without sorting a manager out. That's the sort of thing you're gonna get away at Everton today. It shows you where we're at that we just about scraped through to get the three points. Let, let's not forget that and, and you know that, that needs to be kept front and centre. Um, I'm really anxious to see what Dice says about that and the performance. Also really interested to see what happened with Onana as well. He, he was on at the end and he seemed alright walking, around, walking yeah. around so it looks like maybe 24, 48 hour when he needs a rest type of thing hopefully that's the case um, because I still every time I look to our, bre- our bench I do wince a little bit thinking who's this coming on here for one of these lads that we've started but um, it, it's starting to get into the Everton mood which is backs against the wall it's where we're generally at our best in our life, most of our lifetimes anyway, you know. Go when you, the war, David. Exactly, the war. mate, exactly right. <laughs> and I hate, I hate to say it because I think Joe Royal will feel insulted if you said that to him, that this is now dogs of war, but that, that is effectively what we're trying to do, isn't it? Well, trying to keep I mean, it compact as possible. Well, it's like puppies of, like, localised conflict. <laughs> <laughs> There's your title right there, man, by the way. There's, there's, there's not a Joe Parkinson amongst them, is there? But, um, I mean, Haven't we got to do that, though, really? We do, yeah. We, we have to bring teams down to a basic level. We are not going to outplay 
anyone this season. We're not going to pass any teams off the park. We have to get combative. We have to get scrappy. We have to get physical. We have to make the balls to set pieces. We have to. One thing I will say about Everton since Dice has come in is they look a lot better at defending set pieces. Not so much attacking them, obviously. We've got the goal against Arsenal from one. But certainly defending them. I don't think there's been a set piece that's come in against us where it looked like we were going to concede. And that's a, that's a big thing. Out of all the managers we could have got to drag us out of this situation, I think Dice is probably... He doesn't get the credit he deserves as a tactician because he might bring the game down to basics, but sometimes that's what you've got to do. Not every team can be a Man City, Barcelona, Tiki Taki, death by a thousand passes. Sometimes you've just got to put hard work in, graft in for 90 minutes, run your bollocks off, put the work in, and get, like reap the benefits. Sorry, just before I bring you in, I'd like, I totally agree with that. And we, we, we've seen it in recent weeks against the teams we play. There is a lot of shite in this league, and it feels like if you're competent and you do basic things well, then you're gonna you're gonna beat most of them and draw against the rest of them. Like it feels like we're not gonna have to do all that much really to get over the line against some of these really poor sides. Yeah, entirely possible. And I, I mean, we are one. Don't get me wrong, but you know what I mean. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out soon enough. Um, the, the one nil wins and things like that—they're not good for us. They're not good for our cholesterol. But. They're, they're what we will need and they're, they're what we can do is what we have available. Um, I think that the dogs of war comparison is, is probably apt given what we now need to do in the task ahead of us. Uh, one of the things I'd like the players to be taught now really is to, to know when to put their foot through the ball. I, I don't mean the hoof it, but Anana in particular, he's very cute, especially with his shooting. A lot of, oh, I'll just lean back and side foot this and he'll be fine. That one on the edge of the box, I mean, I'm right behind it. I'm going, of all the occasions where you just need to thump this football, just put your foot straight through it, my friend. Um, so there's a lot to do there, but yes, I think the best thing Dice can do is do what he's done, is keep it to basics. Protect the, the, protect the penalty area. Don't worry about the wings. Protect the area. Come out as a team. Come back as a team. If we get stretched, we're not quick enough to deal with that. So if he can keep it to those sort of simple mantras and we can work together as a team and just put everything out there, then I really do feel like we can, we can survive and, and maybe just push a couple of places away as well. It'd be nice. 15th would be lovely. I'd take it. I'd take it all day. Iron up the uh, glory days of, uh, of mid-table. It's, it's funny, on the, the car back in, Mark Moses said to me, uh, beat Villa on Saturday and we could go 15th. It's not, it's not quite beat Villa we go top, is it? But, um, <laughs> sacked Martinez for finishing 11th. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we sat here watching the Liverpool game. We've also seen, we've seen one comedy moment from Nick Pope. Uh, just to wrap it up, does anyone want to talk about the, the Corey chance at the end today? Oh, Keith, Keith, Keith does. Good God. <laughs> All I, get, I think Chris put it best in the group chat when saying if Leeds had gone on to equalise, he would have nyarkoed him after the game. <laughs> I mean, what was he doing? He looked like he was running in quicksand with Welder's boots on. And then he got, he, he's in the box. All he has to do is just put his foot through it. And he tries to do the little Cruyff turn, and he's forgot that he's Abdullah Dukure and not Johan Cruyff. And I mean, to be fair, I'd even take like latter days manager of Barcelona Cruyff 
over Dukuri in that situation. Just as well it's not come back to haunt us, because my God. I seen somebody say on um, on Twitter, it looked like he was running in Teletubby Custard. <laughs> Just, I don't think he knew what his legs were doing, but he, he, he saw the goal. He got the rush of blood to the head and then his body just ceased to function as a human body should. But um, I luckily we got away with it and as per, as per usual, Leeds have indeed fallen apart again. Uh, we will leave it there. And, I, and we have one key, so do you want to do the sign-off today? Um, go on, I don't think anyone needs to take solace in their loved ones today. Not that kind of day. Nobody needs to go out and touch any grass today. Just enjoy it because it's going to be a rare feeling for the rest of the season so make the most of that three points have a pint kiss a pretty girl or boy depending on your um, persuasion and just enjoy your evening blues up the f- in toffees sports social podcast network